Good morning, all. It's again uh, an honor, a privilege for me to be um, looking into the scripture and uh, share with us what uh, I think God wants to communicate to us this morning. Um, the theme that uh, we're going to be looking today is uh, we need to deny ourselves. And um, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1 to 19. And I, I think it's, uh, it fits in really well today as uh, we are celebrating or we are looking into those who have given up their lives. Uh, so that we can enjoy uh, freedom and um, thinking through uh, what it means to, to deny ourselves. And it can be sometime like the soldiers who deny themselves even their very life. Um, and uh, usually, um, Pastor Paul reads for me. Um, but I have forgotten to to mention it to to him. Would someone want to read uh, for me one Corinthians chapter nine, verse one to nineteen, please? Thank you. We need to deny ourselves. If if I say to my son, uh, "You need to deny yourself," he's going to give me a very classic teenage answer. Why? <laughs> You know, and um, why should I deny myself? And this this is very much um, the question that I would try to be looking into as we are we considering this text. But as as we read through through the se- the text, um, most of the text, uh, there is not a very profound uh, theology in it. It's, you, it's mostly Paul. Uh, asking rhetorical questions, you know, am I not a, an apostle? Am I not allowed to uh, have a, a loving wife? Um, am I not allowed to um, have earning from from my job? It's, you know, it's it's filled with uh, with rhetorical questions, and but ve- very simple. But I. I I will want to say that I have been very challenged um, preparing this this sermon. Uh, even though there, there is not a, a significant profound theology in, in the text, but looking at um, the, the subject of denying myself, um, I, I felt very challenged in, in my walk um, with God. It, it came to what does it mean for me to be a Christian? What does it mean to be a follower of, of Jesus? So um, it's, uh, it's, it's with really with fear uh, and with a lot of challenge in, in my heart that I, I am going to submit this uh, to you. As, as we, we look into Paul's reasoning and asking those, those rhetorical questions, uh, one thing come, is coming clear here that what does Paul lives for? What, what is the life? What is the meaning of, of his life? 
And uh, this, this uh, somehow led me to be looking into the word of Jesus um, in Luke, uh, chapter 14, verse, uh, verse 25 and 26. It says, large crowd were traveling with Jesus. And turning to them, he said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sister, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And uh, I've been a Christian for, for quite a while, and um, serving in, in, in YWAM sounds a bit like I have denied myself of quite a lot of things uh, in life. I have given up um, uh, my nations, my friend, my, my, my parents. Uh, it, it feels a bit like it. But um, uh, when, when I was preparing this, uh, I, I was really, uh, really deeply touched in, in my heart. Is, is, did I really understand what it means to be, to be a disciple of, of Jesus? Uh, have I come to the place that I am willing to lay down my life? I am willing to, to say, yes, I am ready to die because I am a disciple. Am I really a disciple? And the, the soldiers that, that fought the war so that we can enjoy the, the, the freedom today, they knew when they were, they were getting out of their house to enroll to be soldier. They, they knew that dying is one of the normal things that can happen to them. Yet, that does not stop them from becoming soldier, from uh, joining uh, battles. And for, for us as, as believers, the day we've, we've chosen to to follow Jesus, we, we have decided to, to join God's army. And Paul, in, in this uh, 1 Corinthians, he, he's bringing a reflection on it that uh, what, what matters in his life today is preaching the gospel. And if it means that he has to give up anything else, even giving up, giving up his life, preaching the gospel is worth losing everything. And Paul is bringing this in a, in a context of Corinth. Now, uh, uh, Andy Thomas, when he, uh, he, he spoke about two weeks ago, he gave us a bit of, of the historical setting of uh, 1 Corinthians, um, and the things that Paul were dealing with in, in Corinth. And one of the things about, about Corinth is that uh, being a speaker, being a preacher or a teacher, and then having to do manual labor to support yourself is abnormal. 
because uh, the philosophers and the teachers and the preachers during the time, they earn their living by speaking. And Corinth is just next door to, to Athens, and Athens was known as, uh, in Greek, Athens was known as uh, the center of education, and people trained themselves in rhetoric. They trained, trained themselves in how to win debates. And uh, teachers and philosophers, they would even go in, a, in a public places to promote themselves, to, see, to show how good they are, so that they can be recruited to be teachers. And parents would, would go in, into those competing uh, events uh, people, because they're able to convince. And then when they realize that I would like to have that speaker to be the tutor of my son or, or my, my daughter. So that's, that is the setting in it. And so people would go into any sort of competition so that they would promote themselves, so that they would earn enough. And so working with your hands is, is simply a bit like letting people know that actually your teaching is, is useless. You're not able to make much money from it. It's, uh, it's not. It's a bit like if you go into a free concert today, and, and you, is it really uh, something that exciting? Why is it free? You know, and so that that is the the, the context of of Paul, and so everything is a bit like self-centered, so that I I would be uh, the person everybody is looking up to. And so there is a culture of competition, and and even um, the uh, the Isthmian game is 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 a, similar to uh, the Olympic Games uh, today. What happens is that people uh, are being rewarded by their achievement. So so it, the, the culture in Corinth was very much a culture of um, of competition. And so having people giving up uh, what they want to pursue is, is almost foolishness. But uh, here we, we see Paul making a stand, even in the context of Corinth, is that I know that this is the norm. I know that this is what everybody else is, is pursuing. But it means something different to me. What I need to pursue, it is the calling that God has given me, the calling that God has pulled upon my life. And if there is anything else that is going to prevent it, I am willing to let that go, to deny myself. And for Paul to come to, to that understanding, first he realized that it is, it is, it is a command from Jesus that you need to deny yourself. You need to deny even your, your very life. The, the, the text in, um, in Luke chapter 14, verse 33 says that, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything, you cannot be my disciple. And, and Paul has that understanding. But having that understanding um, wasn't even enough for Paul because one of the things that is driving Paul and it's such a way that Paul can even accept uh, being dragged here, being stoned, 
and uh, almost dying. One of one of the things that's driving Paul into that, of course, is realizing that he's doing the will of God. But at the same time, Paul cares for people. Paul understand the reality of eternity, and he would do everything. He would do anything so that he can win people to enter the kingdom of God. He, he values uh, people, and he knows the destructions of sin. He knows the destruction of uh, not being part of the kingdom of God. And because of his care for human life, he is willing to go without so that people can have access to the kingdom of God. And he says in verse 12, he said, Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than to put an obstacle in the ways of the gospel of Christ. You know, this is out of his care. He has the right to, to be traveling with, with a loving wife. He, he has the right to ask that people uh, support his ministry. He has the right, all of, all of those rights. But in the context of Corinth, Paul realized that if he does it, then he is going to be like any other philosopher. He's going to be like any other, um, any other preacher. And so there are going to be people who would not have the means to access the gospel. Not everybody would have the wealth, actually, to, to buy the gospel. And out of his caring for, for, for other people, rather than me um, putting a, a price tag on my, on my preach. By the way, Paul was a very convincing preacher. He understood, he understood God. And everybody would love to listen to the wisdom and to the... To the um, to, to the anointing upon, upon Paul's life. He knew that his preaching was not simply rhetorics or convincing words. He knew that his teaching and his preaching were anointed. And there is power of God being demonstrated through the life of, of Paul. And so if Paul has to charge his, his, his preaching, um, there is no even debate to convince people because people have seen the power of God in, in Paul's life. So he can really make a lot of money out of it. But Paul realized that the gospel is, is not business. And, and he says, nevertheless, I have not used that right so that I would not be an obstacle to, to the gospel. Because gospel people have to access to the gospel free of charge, even though it is not normal to preach or to speak free of charge in, in Corinth. For, for those of you who, who follow the, um, the guidelines in, a, in our website, um, the content is the same, but I'm not following the same um, the stem structure that it, uh, may be appearing in, a, in our website. So, so Paul, out, out of caring for people, here is willing to deny himself, to give up uh, some of some of his his right. 
And for Paul to do that, it's to require discernment because he is in a specific context. And so if he deny himself on those right in Corinth, maybe it is not the same thing that can work in the in uh, Athens or in another places because Paul is working in a specific context. He understands the way people live their life here in, in Corona is that everybody wants to achieve. And so to, for me to make a difference in there, I need to go in the opposite spirit. And he goes in the opposite spirit in, in, in Corona and with, with, with the wisdom and the discernment that comes from from the Holy Spirit, he denied those, those things. And, and it takes him to understand the reality of, of Corinth, to, in, to understand the reality of his, uh, of his context. He is not giving up those rights just for the sake of giving, just for the sake of denying. He is doing it intentional because... What Paul is doing in, in Corinth is actually creating new norms. Because the, the norm there is that you, you, you've been paid by what you do. And Paul is quite creating a new ways of, of thinking. And I think this, this, is, this is part of, part of our calling as, as a Christian. Is, is in our context, in, in our setting, in our culture... It is a calling for us to be understanding what, what, what are the norms, what, what are the things that are naturally being accepted by everybody. And so if it is naturally being accepted, how can I make a difference in that context? How can I move in an opposite spirit in, in, in my own context? And one of, one of the things that characterizes our our culture today is is that mentality of intent, entitlement. You know, uh, the, the, the understanding that we are entitled to this, we are entitled to freedom, uh, freedom of this, freedom of that, and so with with that that mentality of entitlement, it is just causes that everybody want to fight. For what, what he wants, because I am in, entitled to this, and and because of that, it even leads to to human becoming disposable, because I want to achieve what I want, and I, I want to get what what I want, and some people just because they because of that ambition, they they have it doesn't care. Uh, who is on my way? I, I want to get that. that. That mentality of, of entitled. I am entitled to this. I am, I am entitled to what, what, what I want to achieve in a such a way that you don't care for anyone else. This, this is one of the things that, that even leads to terrorism. When, when you look into, into uh, dictatorship in, in, in Africa, it is people who, who think that they are entitled to power, that uh, I can do whatever I want to achieve, and, and by the way, uh, by getting there, it means that actually uh, causing war and people are killed, but 
my ambition is to, to, to get there. And so, and, and we as, as believers, we are called, uh, as Paul to be a missionary in, a, in, in our society. What, what I mean a missionary, I, I, don't, I don't mean being in YWAM or being in, in other missionary organizations. We are called to, to live a missional lifestyle. If you are a medical doctor or you are a business person, you, you are a missionary in, in, in that area. And then thinking in that, in that context, what can I deny myself or what can I give up because I care for other people because I want to have everything in my life reflecting the gospel because I am the ambassador of, of the gospel it takes it, it, it takes caring for others it takes discernment and it also takes faith and, and discipline and we, we see this in, in Paul, verse 12 again. Nevertheless, we have not made use of, our, of this right, but we endure anything. You know, faith. Paul has to, to have faith and discipline himself because everybody else in his context would be receiving Salary out of his his preach, but now he's chosen to deny himself. He's chosen not to use that right. Uh, how is he going to live? How is he going to buy his 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 computer to produce his PowerPoint? You know, Paul doesn't use PowerPoint <laughs> during during that time. But how is he going to fund his his ministry? And Paul has to, to rely on faith, understanding that he deny himself for the sake of the gospel, and then God would take care of him. And we understand that God, Paul intentionally didn't want to receive support from the Corinthian church, even though he has all the right to, uh, to uh, put a price on his preach. But he refused to, to be supported by the church in, in Corinth. And, and it is the faith, it is his trust in God that God would provide for him and, and some other churches would, would support him. And even in, if some other churches would not support him, he, he made tents. He lines, he, he, he lines up with, with Priscilla and, and Aquila so that when they are not busy preaching the gospel, he do something else to support himself. And, and that, that takes faith. And for, for us as, as believers, it, it, this is part of our inheritance. We, um, we deny ourselves and, and live by faith because we know that God, God sees us. God, God knows our needs. God is, is loving. And, and, and I, it's not 
it's not to tap, to tap, to, to tap ourselves on, on our back here to, to say uh, we, we're doing it. But, but I think uh, in, in our family, in our NCF family here, there's quite a lot, lot of examples of, of us giving up so that our life can also contribute to people, to other people, so that other people would have access to, to, the, to the gospel. You know, what, what we do with a little goes, goes a long way, or go a little, how, how do we call it? A little goes a, lo- a long way. And, 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 and some of those, it's, it's may, maybe it's a coffee that you, you were supposed to have, but you, you decide not, not to have that, that coffee. And, uh, and sometimes when, when I am lazy, um, I would like to jump in a bus and then to go, to go in, into Nuneaton. And in, sometimes in one of those, those moments, and, and God would say, okay, the two pounds that you're going to use to jump in a, in a bus, you, you can walk or you can take your bicycle and then you can actually uh, use that, that two pounds to help someone, someone else. And just simple things like that. And um, and with those those two pounds, I have been able to to um, save them. And 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 one of the things that that I do whenever I travel to to Africa is is uh, get broken computers. And then with 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 um, with those two pounds, I use a spare part. I buy spare part on on the internet too fix computers and then I take it to, to bless other people with it. But it, it sounds like, yeah, two pounds. It, it's okay, just jump in a bus. But you add up two pounds and then at some point you realize it's actually very, very significant. And, and it, it is, it is part, part of our life. And so when we see people, um, we, when we see Joy in, in people's face just because we, we've given a little, then that, that smiley face, it is our joy. And, and, and Paul says that what is my reward? My reward is that people come to know Jesus. And, and, and we talk, we talk about, um, uh, small things, but, you know, this this year we we be we trusting God to um, to provide so that we can renew um, our visa indefinitely to remain that that's that score um, eight thousand pounds. That's all of our life. We we put we put a sum of all of our life. We've never had to deal with that much money before. You know, and, and we submit the application since June. We've not heard any anything yet. But as as I was meditating on, on this on this passage, and there are people here in, in this community and, and even out of this community who who have given up, who who have sacrificed the, their finances so that we can we can have that, that eight thousand pounds to pay. For the indefinite building. And one of the things that was moving to me in, in some of the donations that, that were given to us is, is that uh, we want Michaela and Jonathan to continue to, to be educated in England. 
And uh, so that's, that's why we, we, we would like them to, to continue to live here and then they can have access. And, 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 and those, those, those are the things that yeah, sometimes they're not words to, to express how, how you feel. It's um, you sacrifice, you give up, so that you wanted to add the value to someone else's life. And, and, and some of you have, have given up to add value in, into our life. And this, this is our calling to be, to be disciple of, of Jesus. And, and, and by, by making that, that donations, actually you, you've taken something away from yourself and that takes faith. Yeah, God would supply my need, even if I give this much. It takes uh, wisdom, and uh, because Paul, in, in his context, he, he is dealing uh, in, in a city of Corinth, he's dealing with influence of secular world, even though, we, even though he, is, he is in a church. But... What Paul is doing in the church has implication in the society. And so for Paul, rather than fighting uh, that ways of doing in, in Corinth, Paul was rather introducing a new ways of doing by his lifestyle. You know, everybody does like this, but I have chosen not to be paid. So he, he's chosen a lifestyle that is moving in an opposite spirit. And, uh, and he is not fighting uh, those who, who are being paid, and, and he's not arguing with them, uh, stop what we're doing, uh, do like me. But Paul has chosen, even without making noise out of it, he, he's, he's using his wisdom and his discernment by living a lifestyle that would cause people to think. And sometimes in, in our lives as, as believers, sometimes we don't have to act that much. Sometimes we just, we just have to be. We have to be a light. And uh, we, we don't have to speak. We, we have to live a lifestyle um, in, in our neighborhood and, and so, so that our neighbor... Well, there, there, is something, there is something special about my neighbor. I, 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 love, I love that neighbor. You know, but, but you've not said anything uh, to, to your neighbor, but, but maybe when, when you're going, going out to put the, the rubbish in, in your bin, you've, you've seen another rubbish by, by your neighbor, and then you just grab it, and then your neighbor looks look at you through the window, and then he smiles. Yeah, that's my neighbor. But you didn't say anything. And then sometimes as, as, as believers, we think that we need to make a lot of noise so that people would convert to Jesus. But um, there are points that God wants us just to be. Just to be kind. Just to be who we are. And, and the Holy Spirit would... Um, would do the rest. And, and so um, uh, 
sometimes we, we need to embrace that wisdom from God. Um, just to have a lifestyle without making that much noise. And that would rather be more effective than, than talking or preaching the gospel. And um, of course, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was an ultimate sacrifice for, for Paul to also decide to live a life which is very different to um, what other people were doing in Corinth. In verse 15, he says, But I have made no use of any of this right, nor I am writing this thing to, to secure any such provision. And Paul says, I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of my ground for boasting here. I would rather die. And, and these are one of the things that's, that's really challenging me when, when I was preparing this, this sermon. Am I, am I willing, do I have actually the, uh, the God to say that uh, I would rather die? And you ask yourself that, that, that question, have you, have you ever come to the point that I would rather die? Or, or are, we, are we people who, who hold on to, to this? You know, this is, this is my right. I am entitled in, in, in to this. To this. Are, we, are we willing to, to come to the place and, and say, I, I would rather die? Rather than fighting to be right, rather than fighting to, to let to let everybody, everybody everybody else knows that he is wrong, I am I am right. For the sake of the gospel, am I willing to to come to to that point to say that I would rather die? And Paul says, "Woe to me if I don't preach the gospel." And and maybe one. One of, one of the things for you is that if you've been abused, if you've been victim of injustice, maybe one of the things that, that's going to change um, the situation is for you to be quiet, not to say anything, or to smile to the person, rather than trying to, to make sure that the person realizes that they have offended you. Maybe, maybe sometime uh, I will rather not, not reply. I will rather not be upset for the sake of the gospel. Uh, are, we, are we willing to be abnormal like Paul or we would like to be like everybody else? Be normal like like everybody else. Are we disciples of Jesus? If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, 
such a person cannot be my disciple. Am I a disciple of Jesus? Lord, we want to thank you for, for your word. And thank you for uh, giving up your son. So that we can see the light. So that we can be called by your name. And I thank you uh, today we, we can go out and come in uh, because of the freedom uh, that was uh, acquired by those who have given up their lives. Lord, we pray that, um, yeah, in, in our denying ourselves, that there are little things that we would do for the sake of the gospel that would add value to other people. And I pray that uh, as we reflect on this, our love for you would be renewed. Realizing that uh, Jesus, you have given up your life for us. We pray that the Holy Spirit will bring that conviction in us. To, to realize your love afresh. In Jesus' name. Amen.